Welcome, Transformers fans, to Optimus Prime Time More Than Meets Your Ears. My name is Craig Mahoney. Joining me, as always, is my co-host and good friend, Justin Murray. Justin, how the heck are you? Oh, just delightful. Just, you know, pandemic, Transformer watching couldn't have come at a better time. It's just delightful. So I'm doing great, man. And as you guys know, we're in our uh, quarantine uh, quarantine episodes right now. So Craig is in his uh, special, secure hotel room underground base. We might get some sound issues, but we're doing pretty good so far. So just keep that yeah, in mind. Hopefully the connection is fine. My Wi-Fi signal seems to be a little bit better than it has been here in the hotel room. Uh, and I know the the entire world is pretty much under quarantine, but those of you who've been listening know that I have actually been in severe isolation by myself in a hotel room with the uh, with COVID-19. And um, feeling better. Uh, I'm, I'm into, I, I signed up for the third week here at the hotel and uh, starting to feel a little bit better. But I'm... I'm you know, my, I still got some aches and pains, still uh, a little, you know, not 100%. But uh, I, I'm starting to think now a lot of how, any, any sort of, you know, illness, any any sort of shittiness I'm feeling might just be from recovering from having the virus and my body kind of taking a beating for two weeks than it is from still having the virus. So I think, yeah, I, think I might be clean, but I'm playing it safe, take it another weekend. I actually I actually went, I went for uh, a a few laps took a walk around the hotel you know when there's nobody and uh actually went to the the grocery store when it first opened this morning and there was nobody there and i had the mask and gloves on i didn't go near anybody but i needed food so but uh yeah it was my first venture <laughs> off the grounds in over two weeks so it was nice nice there you go some fucking time under the sky <laughs> jesus man <laughs> well i'll be happy when you get the fuck out of there that'll be good yeah yeah it'll be nice but um a couple of things up top that we want to say before we get into this episode, the first episode of season two. So there's a lot, a lot going oh, yeah. on here. Um, first, first of all, I want to apologize to any listeners about our last episode, especially Spotify listeners. Um, like I said, I'm I'm doing everything from this hotel room where my Wi-Fi is not the greatest. And when I initially uploaded the episode, apparently there was a some sort of corruption or whatever with the file. Because when I listened to it next day, the next day it said that it was fifty nine minutes long, and then at forty three minutes it just cut out, and then the whole rest of the episode was just didn't exist. Um, so oh, what I did man. was I re, I deleted the file off my server, re-uploaded again, and then it was fine. Except on Spotify, for some reason, it was still showing at forty three, like it was hiding the feed to show the the completed episode. Gotcha. Um, it was, you know, it was, I could listen to the whole thing on Stitcher. I could listen to the whole thing on uh, the website. I could listen to the whole thing on, on iTunes, but Spotify for some reason wouldn't do it. Huh. So what I did is I deleted the whole post off our feed, the R- of the blog, the RSS feed and upload and, and, uh, and then it was fine again on all platforms except Spotify for some reason, three minute long episode. Wow. So, uh, those of you who did listen last week and were like, hey, why did the episode just end after 43 minutes? You can go listen to it, presumably on every platform except Spotify right now, and get those last 16 minutes of, of greatness. Just gold. Of, of wonderful. Gold. Uh, oh, man. Gold. Yeah, it was. It was some good stuff. Actually, I listened because uh... I listened to the whole episode. I think it was a good episode. I thought it was one of our better ones yet. I I was actually looking forward to sharing it and really passing it around to a lot of people because I thought it was a good representation of what we've done to this point. And we had a, we there were some good tangents where we discussed a lot of more existential, greater issues oh, yeah. for the Transformers in their universe. And uh, 
And then it was like, fuck, man. <laughs> it cuts off at the end. So. Well, that's why you know, that's been fixed. Been, that's uh, been fixed everywhere right. except Spotify. Well, it's nice that we, you know, we're, we're the show is going on, and like we're really happy that all the audiences come along with us because I, I kind of feel the same way. We're getting better about this, and it's fun, man. So thanks to everybody for sticking with us, and Spotify listeners, just go check it out on iTunes and pick up that last fifteen. And um, yeah, man, get ready to start the second season. On, I mean, I would venture to say the weirdest season opener in children's cartoon history. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's definitely up there. Before we get into the episode, uh, season two, episode one. Autobot Spike. Uh, do we want to discuss the new open? Because it's a little, it's a little yes. odd. Well, it's, a, it's, a, it's a new theme song. They update the theme song every se- every season, and you know that we are officially we're in 1985. This aired almost, uh, and it's been a while between seasons. Uh, you know, as far as the original aired. Yep. Dates. Because I think the last episode originally aired in December of 1984, and this yep. did not air until September of 1985. Yeah, so they but just you replayed those old that. ones. Yeah. I remember that, yeah. And then um and it's also you can tell, I mean, from the credits on through the whole episode, you can tell that there's a lot more budget in the in the show. Uh the animation yeah. looks a lot smoother. The new song, I don't like the new song, but the credits but like the visual the new song is definitely early eighties now. <laughs> we have, oh yeah, no, it we is, have it since is, <laughs> Yes, it is definitely a, a firmly eighties song. Um, there is, I think the first season theme song is a bit timeless. And also like, I yeah. kind of remember that as the infinite song. And if I, yeah. if I recall right, at some point, either in season two or season three, they kind of flip back to a musically like a similar thing. But the, the visuals on the credits, I think are awesome, dude. I was like, <laughs> I was legitimately yeah. impressed. Like for 1985, this is pretty badass. It's really smooth yeah. animation. There's a ton good. of shit going on. They get a lot of characters in there. I love that scene where Omega Supreme steps on some Decepticon, and then Bone Crusher just comes and scoops him up when he walks away. <laughs> yeah. It's so great, dude. So yeah, no, I and I noticed that in this episode too. Um, not just the lack and of, the, all the yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, not just like the relative lack of reused assets, because as we'll talk about, there's a bunch of new shit that has to be in the show. But all the animation looks a lot smoother. Um, even some of the models are more consistent. So the, my favorite thing about season two is just a little bit better quality and what it looks like. Um, and we just got a lot more new characters. Not this episode, though. I guess no. we have one new character. But <laughs> well, and, and if you look at from when, when the episodes were produced, there was a batch of them that were produced that was still pretty much a continuation of, of season one with mm-hmm. only the Autobots and Decepticons that had been introduced, the Transformers that had been introduced in Season 1. You know, but with more Constructicons and Secticons and stuff. Uh, And then there's a batch that was produced later, which is where we get all the new characters that are introduced in Season 2. That's why 2 is so much longer than the other one. But they they mixed them up, so they didn't air them in necessarily that order. So you'll see some of the newer Transformers popping up sooner, and then you'll see episodes like two-thirds of the way through this season where it feels like a classic season one episode and you don't see any of the new guys. That so is very, fucking yeah. fascinating, dude. I didn't know that. That's so interesting. Yeah. That and explains it's a lot of like what I was watching as a kid. <laughs> yeah. And it's, and it's weird because that back half of season two where we get all the new characters is also where we get some of the really weirder, stranger, more out there storylines, oh, too. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And you can... You can really tell as you watch it and you see this kind of jump back and forth. It's interesting. But... So it is It is interesting that, that this new opening is, with the exception of Optimus Prime and Megatron, all, not even if not necessarily new for Season 2, they were either introduced in the last two episodes of Season yeah. 1 
or they're all new for season two. Except yeah, that's true. Yeah. Omega Supreme and uh, Blitzwing. That's a very good point, man. Astro Train and of course Blitzwing and Astro Train both show that they are triple changers. They both yeah. do, do all three modes. And then even um, you know when Optimus is charging towards Megatron, it's uh, uh it was it's grapple and first aid and um one of the other oh tracks. Oh yeah, that's it. right. And then behind uh, behind Megatron, I think is it who's who's the white one? Ramjet. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think. And and a Constructicon. So they, they all the season one the only season one Transformers who show up like the majority of season one Transformers, not including the Insecticons and Constructicons. The only ones who show up in the open are Optimus and Megatron. So That's right. Just, so they're letting you know right. You know, Transformers fans, right off the bat, you've been got, we've been gone over a year, almost an entire year, ten months. Yeah. But you know, we get ready for some new exciting shit, kids. Yeah, and man, they don't hold back. And uh, before we get into this, I just want to say, like, last last week, we just happened to mention the G.I. Joe episode where Shipwreck is placed in, like, a weird experiment and doesn't know what's real and was isn't. Was that a and, two- like, or three-parter? I think it was a two-parter, but I'm not sure. Yeah, where they had the I fake think, town with his fake family. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think... Like all synthoids I, or something. Yeah, and I, if I remember right, at the end of the first episode, he, like, sees his family melt. Yeah. And, like... I remember watching. I vividly remember watching that as a kid, being like horrified. So yeah. it's funny. I was watching this, and I I really felt the same sense of like, why the fuck would they make this for kids? <laughs> like this episode <laughs> is so goddamn heavy and depressing. I mean, it's just fucking crazy. Like the the, the all the, the family drama and heart wrenching, you know, uh, heartache and that we and pain that we saw Spike and Sparkplug go through in the Ultimate Doom when Sparkplug was uh, a mindless this slave oh, yeah. is ratcheted up to 11 here it's just yeah it is i mean it. it's i i i was telling you right before we started recording i was like i i know i never saw this episode when i was a kid i could tell you right the fuck now because i was watching this like what the fuck is happening <laughs> like, just, and like i'm in you know i'm in the fuck i'm a transformers toy collector man so like i've seen custom builds of this guy and i'm like i don't know what the fuck it's from. I've also seen custom builds of the Marvel Comics issue where Ratchet and Megatron get like bonded together, so I know what those are. But I never knew what the fuck this dude was. So like, this was a really interesting episode for me because I thought I'd seen every one of these, and uh, I was. This is the first time I watched a Transformers episode and didn't know what was gonna happen literally since 1985. So it was fucking <laughs> really fun for me, man. Like really fucking fun. <laughs> I I had watched this not that. Like not that long ago, at some I can't okay. remember. It was, it was still over a decade ago, I think. But it was at some point in my adult life I had rewatched this, and yeah, so I, I I was familiar with it. Well, first of all, we know that we're we're in season two, and it's been a long layoff because we yeah. once again get the opening narration to kind of reset mm-hmm. us to where we are, and also we get a you know one of the we get a lot more introductions of characters that we hadn't had in a while. Like when Optimus does the, the transform and roll out, he actually calls out all the Autobots yep. by name, which he hadn't done before. So it's just a reintroduction. We actually, and we yep. see, and you we see some to... missing guys, by the way, too, you see, there's no grapple, there's no yeah. mirage, there's no hounds. So I might, again, like I keep saying this in, in this show and I'm always wrong on the timing, but I know these guys disappear at some point. We might be getting close to that. Cause I know mirage and hound yeah. don't show up as much anymore. And uh, so it, it was interesting. They kind of like, we, Almost we don't get down Jazz or Cliff Jumper in this, and I'm wondering, I'm wondering if, if you know, because I've, because Jazz is such a popular character, and as we've been going through this, I'm thinking to myself, you know, this he he he's not in a lot of episodes. Well, and I'm wondering if just because that's well, if that's just because Scatman 
Carruthers and Casey Kasem also maybe had other things to do. Like if they were maybe harder to book for every episode than than the normal guys, you know, who were just like this oh, was yeah. their job. This well, part of it, but also remember that they did. So this is '85. The toy line launched in like I think technically '83, but it was the '84 toy season. Um, the original car cast only sticks around for '85, and they are fucking gone after that. Which means that since this is basically like a 30-minute toy commercial, like all those guys get taken out. So that's why they shoot them. That's why they kill them all in the movie. But remember but, that but some Jazz of these episodes survives the movie. Jazz does survive the movie, and then he's like kind of it, – he's sort of still around. It is weird, but he's also very, very behind, you know, kind of behind the camera, as it were, in this third season and second season. Um, and you could kind of tell, I think at least, because some of the second season, like you would say, if I if I recall, I think some of them were made after the movie was kind of done and some were before. Um, so some of them kind of like introduced me stuff. I might have that wrong, but um, it is really interesting the way they kind of organize everything. And like it, it's just so strange that, you know, it's also other stuff like Autobot X – uh, is insane looking, but he looks a lot like the combiners that are going to be in the second half of the season. You know what I mean? Oh, he, like he, he kind of is one. <laughs> yeah, I mean exactly. But like his parts. his legs look like they transform into other stuff. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but uh, it's 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 interesting because as I said that you know we have that that way they were produced. You had that first batch, which is a continuation mm-hmm. of season one, and then that second that back half of season two. If you were to go through like the production wise through the season one first half of season two you could pretty much skip all the second half of season two those you know um power glide track oh yeah yeah you know episodes and stuff and you could go right into the movie and season three and not miss anything absolutely yeah it is a weird it's a weird jump they make there so yeah but um yeah also oh yeah go go, what are you gonna say no no go ahead man well to the weirdness of this episode because I was looking on, uh, doing a little research on TF Wiki to refresh my memory here. And uh, the writer, Donald Glute, um, who wrote the novelization for, the original novelization for Empire Strikes Back, he was a writer, according to his Wikipedia, his, his own Wikipedia, he was a writer, motion <laughs> picture film director, and, and screenwriter. But, alright, check out some of the comic books he wrote, where, uh, uh, Archie Comics, Chilling Adventures of Sorcery, Madhouse, Charlton Comics, Ghost Manor, Ghostly Haunts, Ghostly Tales, DC Comics, House of Mystery, House of Secrets, Warren Publishing, Creepy, Eerie, Vampirella. Uh, oh, wow. And then, and then, oh, oh, the books he's written, The Frankenstein Legend, A Tribute to Mary Shelley and Boris Karloff, The Dracula Book, uh, Classic um. Movie Monsters, The Frankenstein Archive, Essays on the Monster, the Myth, the Movies, and more. So, uh, yeah, you, I, <laughs> you can see... That really explains the whole fucking thing, doesn't it? How this episode came about. <laughs> that's that's un, that's amazing. <laughs> I have no idea. That's fucking fat. That explains so much because it is like here, here's the thing I don't expect to see in mid eighties children's cartoons: a lot of body horror. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, this is fucking crazy. Well, you so know, we had we. It was the age of Cronenberg. You know, the kids were yeah, about to go to see. Had the yeah. fly been released uh, by eighty five? What year was that? Yeah, I think it was. I think it was eighty four. Yeah. I'm not, it's close. Either oh, way, 86, you know, 86. 86, right after this. Probably inspired by this episode, I'm sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> so let's get into it, man, because this is fucking crazy. And as you said, they do kind of like give the loose uh, kind of like, you know, it's been a while since, all that kind of stuff. It really does just reset everything. We'll see the Decepticons show up. There's no explanation of how they survived or rebuilt their base or anything. They're just kind of back. Um, yeah. We see a weird a weird intro because the, the premise is that Sparkplug has come up with an experiment. But as as established by last season, when we didn't know what a stegosaurus was, he's an idiot. 
So, like, yeah. it's weird that he would be the one who's like, it makes more sense if Spike does it. Sparkplug being the one who decides to, like, <laughs> put this together is weird. And then second of all, they're going to create an extra robot out of extra Autobot parts. Let me say that again. Extra Autobot parts. Where the fuck are these coming from? Where are these yeah. parts coming from? I some of them are from, that. like, some of them are from yeah, guys we they know. just like, have them lying around in case? <laughs> well, it looks like the only recognizable one on there is Prowl. So you see Prowl's, like, chest and gun and door. The rest of them are all just random-ass nobody. Like, I don't know what the fuck they came from. <laughs> well, it looks like you might, uh, it might be Sunstreaker's uh, shoulder there. His left shoulder Maybe. might be a little bit yeah. that. And then, but, I mean, it looks like they were clearly modeled. Like, that actually looks like Hound's missile on his right shoulder. Oh, and then yeah. Trailbreaker's gun arm. You know? <laughs> so it's oh, like, like do, yeah. so do Autobots? Bots just have like some extra parts lying around, like like Wally, where he goes in at the end of the day yeah, right? when something breaks out and just replaces it. Well, and is one of them a brain? Because like, where are the fucking? Head? It's like two parts of a head. It's just weird. So the whole yeah, thing, it's two parts of a head. That's the weirdest thing. Yeah, it's very so like. But I also whole, love like it, it, the, wait, how they really hammer the Frankenstein thing home. Even oh in God. his design, he's got the giant bolts on the side. Oh. Of the yeah, I didn't notice that until a few minutes in. I was like, wow, they're really... Even an eight-year-old is like, I get it. Jesus. <laughs> I get it. It's Frankenstein. Yeah, we all know. You fucking said it 12 times. So, um, and also, like, yet yet again, here are the auto... I mean, like, it's been a season. You hope they've learned. But here they are yet again. They're creating life, right? Just yeah. on a whim. And then when they do, it's like, oh, this didn't work out perfectly. And their big plan is to uh, make it unconscious and throw it into storage, which is what they fucking do with everything. I mean, these are really bad people, man. <laughs> Honestly, like, the way this episode plays out, you're like, I don't think Megatron would do this. Like, I don't think <laughs> this isn't really his style. He was mad. This, he shot his own This whole troop. episode is the Autobots cleaning up their own mess. Yeah, exactly. With, with, with both Autobot Spike and the rocket launch. <laughs> Yeah, and Megatron making some pretty great points. Like, really? Like, like, dude, uh, we'll get there. I, I don't want to get too far ahead. But, it so. does be, but there is a lot of inconsistent char- you know, characterization when it comes to Sparkplug. Because when we meet him, he's just working on an oil derrick. It's like, yeah, all right, the makes- guy's working on an oil derrick. Like, hey, hey, whatever. He's, he might be smart. He might be dumb. But he could, whatever. But, mm-hmm. but then they show that he can clearly help and fix and repair these giant, sentient, alien, highly advanced robots. So he's mm-hmm. smart enough to do that. But then they also, like you said, he doesn't know what a stegosaurus is. Like, he, they, they make him look like a giant idiot. Yeah, they, other can't, they can't decide. <laughs> Spike is never stupid in the show. It's a one consistency. Yeah. But, like, Sparkplug yeah. is is either or. Um, yeah. And we do see, so, they, you know, they they, uh, they take down, I think they call him, is that when they call him Autobot X? Like, they name him pretty quickly, yeah, I yeah, think. Yeah, Autobot X. Yeah, Autobot X. What a terrible name. I mean, Jesus, just put a little bit of effort. What a, they, they, here's the thing. They named the hologram. From last episode, <laughs> but they they gave this guy Autobot X. Um, so uh, but it was you know, the 80s. Calling something X was cool. Project true, X, yeah. X. You <laughs> that's know. a good point. Yeah, it was that sweet, that sick ass early 80s punk band X. That's all <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So uh, so they they have this weird little interlude, which is odd because at the beginning, again, I hadn't seen this before. So they just invent this guy, take him down, and then they have to go intercept the Decepticons who are still just, you know, attacking random energy bases. That's all they're doing right now. So um, they leave that, you know, as 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 myself who'd never seen it before, I'm like, well, that's weird because obviously something's going on with this guy. They go there. There's a big fight. Um, again, well, I, wait, I, I love I love the fact that the, uh, the auto, the the alarm rings and Optimus says that sound can only mean one thing. And I'm thinking he's about to say Decepticon trouble. He's like, no, it is specifically trouble at this exact base. Oh, that's right. It, it, it has great. its own ringtone. <laughs> yeah, he's got his own. 
Well, at this point, they probably between seasons are like, listen, this guy, all he does is attack energy places. So if we just get a list of them, really, we can figure out where he's at. Um, well, they do say like something like the new, the new military facility or like the new rocket player or something like that. So it's implied they yeah, just got yeah. built. Um, yeah, but but it, but it's also raises this episode raises a couple of questions, which a at this time the Earth is is you know they're well aware of that these Decepticons and they, mm-hmm. they exist and what their modus operandi is and what they do. So you would think even just while they're constructing this, there would be an Autobot garrison there. Like they would yeah. just like, just have them stationed there, be ready for this. And also, yeah. once again, we see that pretty. It's fairly easy to just create a very powerful transformer. Yeah, <laughs> they can do this. Why don't? Why are they? Why are they not just building armies? <laughs> yeah, no. because every time they build one, it's much better than anything they have. We talked about that last last episode. Even but Autobot absolutely... Spike ends up being more powerful than than yeah, the rest of them. It's true. Um, that's yeah, fucking interesting, man. So they have, and the weird thing about this is they had their big fight at the uh, rocket facility thing. Um, the one thing I couldn't help but notice right away is that we have reverted pretty much right back to the Decepticons being better than the Autobots again. Um, yeah. At the end of last season, it was pretty much had fully shifted so that the last few episodes of that season, there was just a Megatron getting his shit kicked in and then running away, right? Um, this one is like that first episode, they fucked the Autobots up. I mean, it's not even close. <laughs> like, yeah. they're, they're doing like sneak attacks and sneaking up from behind. They all get fucked up. Um, Megatron decides to leave. Uh, and I couldn't, well, actually, one thing happens that was that I liked in this was that uh, Braun throws yes. Soundwave into the rockets. He yeah, he kicks him. Into... And he flies into the rockets, and then the rocket falls over and blows up, and no one cares. And then Thundercracker, who was the guy who got thrown into the rocket. Uh, I think it was Skywarp, wasn't it? Oh, maybe, yeah. That's one of them. And then oh. they shoot the they shoot the rockets. Well, he, he, Optimus. what happens is he goes to shoot Optimus, and Optimus ducks. And right. then it hits the one rocket, and then it all falls over and explodes. Because I was trying to, because I, I actually had to rewind that part. Because I'm like, wait a second. Braun just kicked Soundwave in. Yeah. To the one rocket and it exploded, <laughs> clearly doing more damage than their dead effect. And then I was like, did Optimus just shoot the fucking rocket? So I had to rewatch that just to be sure to make sure this wasn't 100% the Autobots' fault. Just well, like, it's, just it's like also funny that. 50, 50 maybe. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's also funny that Braun does it and it's not a problem at all. And then Thundercracker or Skywarp does it and he's like, what the fuck? They're blowing up the rockets. That's huge. Well, because what Skywarp does ends up killing all of them and destroying yeah, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it turn, goes into this freaking this domino effect, but that's why Megatron leaves because he's like, well, now, now there's nothing here for us oh, to that's, take. Yeah, no he's anymore. like, he's really disappointed and bummed out about it. Yeah. So he says, all right, let's get the fuck out of here. But first, a distraction, and Which his is distraction awesome. is diabolical. <laughs> Dude, this is like this is great because this this to me was like too too smart and evil for a cartoon. Yeah. It's like this is what this is what he would do in real life. He's like, let me just cripple that kid, and then yeah. they'll probably try to fix him. So like he shoots. Dude, he this knows is Green Spike Goblin is... throwing Gwen Stacy off the, you know, it's like yeah, dude, exactly. So he knows Spike is in there, and he's like, "Well, I'll fuck this dude up." And he shoots, he shoots Bumblebee with Spike in him, and then they, they don't really show anything, but it's just implied that Spike has gotten very fucked up. The car turns over, they pull him out, he's all fucked up. So um, they take Spike to the hospital. They don't seem it, it, again. Another thing I liked in terms of the writing is that like Optimus Prime isn't freaking out, which makes sense. Like he's. He understands this as best as he can as a robot. He's like, well, we'll repair him. But he doesn't really get, like, what death yeah. means. Felt like that to me. Like, they were 
they knew it was important, but they weren't like super freaked out as compared to Sparkplug, who's like, "This is fucking bananas. My kid is all fucked up." So, and, and also, I, we learned that that either Ratchet and Prowl are recognized as like deputized and, and legitimate emergency vehicles, or they just don't care and exploit that fact. Yeah, because exactly. Ratchet's sure. like, "All right, I'm gonna put the lights and the siren on and get him to the hospital." And Prowl's like, "Hey, you know what? I'll give you the the police escort so we get there faster." Yeah, and they get up. Like, you don't need a. You shouldn't need a police escort for a fucking ambulance. The whole point of an ambulance is it has <laughs> You don't need another one. You know what I mean? Like, but listen, we've both been in Midtown, then. Yeah, that's a good point. Even the police escorts sometimes. That's true. (laughs) So they get um, this a a series of strange events happen. They get him to the hospital, uh, and then the uh, this is just like you know a MacGuffin, a hundred percent. But they that doctor's like. You know, we need to repair his body. We can't do that with his mind in it, which makes no sense. I mean, like, whatever. So they're like, yeah. if only there was something. Some- I love because <laughs> he says, if only there was a way to repair his body, but keep his mind separated. I don't think that's, that line has ever been spoken in med- medicinal history. Oh, and why would that help? Like, what's the, I don't understand why it would be helpful at all. Well, because, then- because we, we, we've. I forgot to mention the fact that earlier, after Autobot Spike, after Autobot X, Spike plugs like, "Hey, look, I built this new Autobot," and then it, and then it does what every new Autobot they build does, and immediately just starts trashing the art. <laughs> goes fucking bananas. <laughs> bananas <laughs> and then Spark plugs like, "Oh well, sorry, I guess we'll have to put him in the closet with the rest." And no one's even mad. No one's like Spark plug, you asshole. You just because we just straight at the headquarters. Uh, but then Wheeljack says. Well, maybe there, if only there was a way, and he he has the brainstorm idea that maybe it would be good as a sort of backup body to put an Autobot consciousness in when they're injured and getting their main body repaired. Yep. So that and seed is planted early life. in the episode. Yeah. It is an independent life form. It does react to things. So they're, they're immediately like, fuck this thing, whatever it is. <laughs> so like, they do they do murder this thing in a manner of speaking because they will re- replace its consciousness. <laughs> so whatever well, it was. Clearly they don't re- completely replace. Actually, now that you mention that, I finally I, it actually explains a little bit to me. It clears, uh, clears something up a little bit to me because clearly it, it, it does have a consciousness. And what creates the tension and the drama for the rest of the episode Oh yeah, is Spike and this other consciousness sort of warring it out yeah exactly yeah like he's he's hampered by the ability of this thing to think yeah. and like he, he he's being told to do bad things because it's by that side of you know him exactly it's like it's very weird so they do yeah you're right they set it up wheeljack is like if only we could um it's funny his dad is like there's a billion to one chance but we should try and it's like well you don't even know he's gonna die so it seems, <laughs> it seems more risky to try to do that than it would be just to like fix him but whatever so i love you know, also the staging of that scene where they have the conversation because it's not like in his normal hospital room it's like this weird like it's like this oh yeah very oh, like by dark room with just the light and his bed just in the middle like like almost like an operating theater or something but it's like there's it's very moody and atmospheric very sort of noir-ish you know mm-hmm. just to really hammer home the uh enormity of this and that's that our, that our boy spike might not make it yeah, no, it's true. Very and, heavy uh, episode for fucking. I mean, that's the thing. Seven like, year old. Up until this point, it's just like kind of weird and interesting. But the second they put Spike in there, it gets like pretty fucking real because he's just instantly like, "Oh God, this is horrible. What did you do to me?" And you would think the rest of them would be like, "Whoops, Jesus." This is fucking... <laughs> but they're pretty cool with it. They're all like, "Hey, you know, calm down, guy. Jesus, it's your, you know, you really gotta like relax." Yeah. It's just like. And he's miserable, and he's like, why did you do this to me? <laughs> like, 
So exactly. yeah, they do the classic old you know movie thing where the you know the two, they're they're both lying side by side on the on the tables with their the helmets on and they do the brain transfer because that's yep. how it works that's for sure. <laughs> and they and this is when they start saying they needed to do it to survive, but they yeah. don't ever say that until now. So after it's already done, they're like, "Well, we needed to do it." I'm like, "Did you? Did you really?" <laughs> Apparently, and they say like. They say every comfort will be provided to you here. I'm like, he's in a fucking, he's tortured in a body. Like, what do you fucking seriously? What do you think he needs? Like a smoothie? Like he's fucking going insane. It's just. I, I was surprised though by his reaction to it though. Like, and I, and I guess that does, you know, you know bolster the the belief that he, there are two warring consciousnesses in there mm-hmm. because yeah. everything we've seen from Spike previously uh, in, in this series would make you think his first reaction would be like, oh, cool, you know, like exactly. I'm yeah, an Autobot now. Cool. Yeah. So. Yeah, but, but it is like a miserable version of that. I was thinking that too. I was like, if they put him in Jetfire, and he would like think he might think it was the greatest thing ever. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. They like put him in this thing. He can't fucking think. He can't move. But of He's course, like, Mister Mister Author of you know the va- true vampires of history and true werewolves of history <laughs> is not going to write an episode where that happens. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's hilarious. So they um. What do they do? Like I, I, I can't remember quite because like uh, reflectors. Oh wait, I remember now. So Laserbeak is spying on him while this is happening. He flies back. No, and kills him. is it Laserbeak or is it? I no, it's Reflector. Reflector is. I, that's what I got fucked up on too. Reflector is the one who sees him fly off. So yeah. It's, it's, yeah. So at this point, like uh, they're in the base. Uh, Laserbeak flies back, tells Megatron the deal. He's like, and then Megatron is basically like, sweet, I'm gonna use this against Optimus Prime and we'll kill him. Uh, and like he's. Oh wait a second! Everything. No, no, no. We 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 skipped over a great moment. That's right, because what happens is Wheeljack decides he finally calms down, and they realize, and and he's like, "I'm sorry, Dad, I didn't mean to do all this and everything." And then finally, Will, he's like, "Hey, thanks for patching the TV into Teletran One, Wheeljack, so I can relax." And of course, what's showing? But Frankenstein. I forgot about that. Yeah. As if they hadn't. As if you know, they they already said the words Frankenstein monster at least twice. Mm -hmm. And they say it. at least once or twice more in the episode, but just to really hammer the point home. Oh, I know. So and then they, Spike sits down and watches and what's on television, but a clip. And then this is where he gets. This is where he's yeah, like, so, "That's what I am. I'm a monster," and he gets really pissed off. And that's when he's stormed. Yeah, so he's it's real quick. They have a quick. The, the only thing is right before that, they have a quick thing with Megatron being like, "I'm going to turn him." Uh, he's he says this. He's like, "I'm going to turn Autobot X." And then Starscream says something like, you're always saying that, but it never works. It's like, he's yeah. never said that once. He's never said it one time. Like, this is this is pretty unique, dude. So, I'm like, and then, yeah. Well, like I, you think, said, yeah I don't think Starscream was referring specifically to that plan, but he was saying something like, you always underestimate the Autobot. I, I can't remember no, what I he was know, saying. But the, the phrasing I mean, of it sounds like he says, like, you're yeah. always saying that. It's like, he's never said that once before. Um, <laughs> it's like, it's so specific. Um, they do, and then, like you said, they show, he, they cut back to the base. He's watching... Uh, fucking Frankenstein, and they they even cut to the program itself. Like it's it's, it's yeah. for a while you're watching it from the screen like he is, and yeah, so, so Donald F. Lute actually got to write a Frankenstein movie scene. Yeah, for this episode clearly, this guy was just ha- this was all for him. He was yep. just having a blast writing this episode and got to do something. You know, it would be like if it be like it would be like you know if Quentin Tarantino you know, wrote an episode and it was all, all of a sudden they were dealing with like criminals and it was about like Transformers feet or something, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> <what this episode laughs> is. 
Well, then they show. So then, like you said, they show him fly away, and Reflector spying on him. The weird thing there is that kind of implies that Laserbeak and Reflector were hanging out there the whole time, and then Laserbeak went back, and Reflector stayed. No, no, then, no. Because I'm rereading the wiki now, and it, it Laserbeak does inform Megatron. He uh, he is spying, and then then Megatron sends Ruth to spy. Oh, he sends Reflector. Okay, gotcha. So, but then, it's it's one of the first times in a long since maybe the beginning of the series that we actually see Reflector in camera mode. And then it is it is a it is a, apparently the last time we hear him speak, and yeah, he and does, it, and he doesn't speak he, for a while. He, he has just, one to refer to himself as I. Yeah, just like we talked about last week, is he yeah. a combiner, and that's yeah. that's why he's not. And he said, you know, yeah. uh, he's like, you did well. He's like, don't I always? But yeah, it is it is a bummer. It's I, I thought he was done after the first season, so it was cool to see him. Um, but it is kind of sad that this is the last time. <laughs> um, but that's pretty great. So then they, you know, Reflector tells Megatron, he's like, you did great. Um, and then they fly and intercept Spike, and then Megatron, you see, what I like about this is you do see, like, they do this sometimes, you see how he was able to get, like, a following on Cybertron and start this whole thing. He's very good at talking to people who are, like, in a bad position and relating yeah. to them and, like, being a source of help to them. Again, it's, 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 a, it's a little charismatic. It is. It's very charismatic, you know what I mean? He comes <laughs> up and he says, he, but he, he, he relates to him, he's like... Um, you know, you're, he's like, I'm Megatron. I'm no monster. We're machines with destiny. Um, join us and you'll be second only to me and punish the, what these people did you, which is great. Cause he's vilifying the Autobots at the same time as he's relating to him. So I was like, this is fucking awesome, dude. And then he's like, uh, it's hard to fake. And Megatron's like, Oh, I'll think for you. So, um, yeah. it's pretty great. The next time we but see I, that I, is, I like that, that as the, con- as you know, the conflict is raging through, uh, Autobot spikes mind about what he, you should do or not do and, and at what point at what point uh he does speak to the in the beginning i think when he's first conscious he, he mentions he feels like there's another voice telling me to do bad things yeah, so there, there is clearly two consciousnesses going yep. back and forth here uh but i i like that he's like should i be more like optimus prime and help people or i could conquer all humanity like it's a huge yeah. swing there's no just well, like he- nah i'll just I'll just go to the Arctic and live in peace like the actual Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's either save you madly or destroy them. There's no in between. Yeah, that's true, man. It is It is very odd. He does seem to be uh, pretty uh, predicated on being a, sh- a piece of shit as it happens. <laughs> um, we see the Autobots kind of find him and try to talk to him, but they show you that he's holding Megatron behind his back. Um, Which is cool. Think- it's fucking awesome, dude. It's so great. Like, he just got that. Um, Optimus Prime is apparently so sure that it's not a problem that he doesn't even notice this. Um, and then we see Optimus Prime get shot by Megatron gun in the chest for, I think, the last time before he gets killed by that. Uh, I think. Yeah. I might be wrong yeah, well, with that. Well, but, well, there's a lot of episodes. We'll see. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like 45, so maybe not. But, um, yeah, he gets, he gets shot down. And then there's a pretty good fight. Um and, uh, you know, Spike is just kind of fucking everybody up, and then he has this weird he's, scene where he, like... Oh, go ahead. He's really powerful in this. Like He is very powerful, yeah. He, like, before he leaves the arc, we actually see him shoot lightning from his fingertips, like a Palpatine. Oh, <laughs> that's right, I forgot about Autobot that. Before. Yeah, and he's, he's got, all, like, all these random Autobot powers that some of the Autobots don't even have. But um, eventually what happens is uh, Spark plugs in danger and convinces him to, and that's what turns him back. Well, he, like, Sparkplug says something, and he shoots at him, and then knocks him off a cliff by accident, and then he yeah. shoots out yeah, his... Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he, like, shoots out his trailblaker hand or something, and then, like, he's like, oh, I didn't even know I had this power. Um, <laughs> so then, this is great, uh, so then he's like, oh, no, and he starts shooting all the other Decepticons with Megatron. 
You see Megatron talk as the gun, which is which awesome. Which is the first and maybe last time that ever happens, which is great. Yeah. Well, also, we did we did learn, which I didn't know, is, like, if he's in gun mode, can you just hold on to him and he can't transform? You know what I mean? Like, I didn't know if, like, he could just undo it whenever he wants. Yeah. Like, can Megatron be used against his will against other people? And the answer is not really. But apparently a little bit, because he does, like, get a bunch of shots off before Megatron's like, what the fuck, dude? Like, you can't do this? Yeah, it takes um, him a second to realize what's going on. Yeah, exactly. So, I, I, you know, again, to dig too deep, but it's like, how sentient is Megatron when he's a gun? You know what I mean? Is he sort of in a backseat and not paying attention? Is it sort of like... You know what I mean? Like, there was some, like, the Dinobots used to be a theory where when they transform into dinosaurs, they get dumber. Is it like that because he's, like, a, a thing? I don't know. It's it's a, it, it jumped out of my brain that it was, like, he doesn't have enough control that he couldn't shoot his own guys. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, like, you'd think he, if he was a gun transformer, he could just, like, mistransform his firing pin and be like, well, fuck you. You know what I mean? But, like, whatever. Um... So, yeah, so it's clear that you can kind of maybe take control of them for a second, and then it kind of takes them a little... Exactly, yeah. Like There's a, some like kind of delay. Like a second to realize... Like, like, if I were to grab you and throw you into the wall, and then you'd be like, hey, wait a second, <laughs> like, run up behind you. <laughs> like, like, I think, like, if you were driving, like, if Spike, you know, when he's in Bumblebee, all of a sudden decides, like, to just take the wheel and jerk it to the left, you know, the mm-hmm. Bumblebee would probably initially go to the left, and then he'd be like, well, what the fuck, <laughs> you know? Yeah, dude, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a really good analogy. It's probably is, but like he's like Jesus Christ. So um, because he, he says, you're making me fire on my own warriors. Yeah, which is cool because it like it, it cares about his pit troops again, like and uh and then but it's funny because he's like instantly like we've been betrayed, which is already like eh, I mean maybe um <laughs> and they went off uh. <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, for some reason, like, after he saves his dad, suddenly he's, like, very articulate and, like, aware. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that was everybody like, oh, shit, guys, you notice what happened? Um, <laughs> and then they, you know, they just sort of get him out of his body. Everything's fine. They put him back, um, yeah. The weird thing was the last episode, the last line of the episode is Bumblebee's, like, I wonder what it would be like the other way around to put a robot inside a person. Yeah. And it seems like the kind of line that was supposed to be, like, a joke they all laugh at. But it's just seriously considered. Like, it's just <laughs> silently. And, and, and we'll see, you know, in a few months or however yeah. long it takes to press the guy to that episode, it does happen. It does happen, yeah. I, th- I was wondering if they were, like, setting up that episode. But that doesn't happen just... until mm-hmm. season three. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's, that's the thing. I was like, there's no way they knew. No. That, but I, it's just, it's very odd. I don't know why that stuck out to me, but it's just, there's no laugh. It just says that, and then there's no response. Like, it just ends. It's a very weird ending. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. they're really, yeah, it's just like, they just pondered the question. Well, again, this guy who wrote it liked some dark, heavy shit, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. But, and, uh. Um, and I, I love never the fact a robot that, body again, but Yeah, I don't know if we got, um. Well, it's weird, yeah, because he does say he'll, he, yeah, he'll never be, but um, but we do learn that eventually he learns to enjoy his ec- ectos, exo, ecto, yes. exo suit that he bequeaths to his son. Mm-hmm. So Which, uh, even as a kid, I was like, that kid is too small to, for that thing to work. Like, doesn't it? Like, you know what I mean? Like, wouldn't it? Yeah. Wouldn't it rely on like feet hitting the bottom and stuff? Like, isn't he like kind of in a car seat where his like feet are dangling down and shit? Like, I don't know. But anyway. <laughs> so apparently, uh, Donald F. Clute, he actually he wrote Divide and Conquer, which is um, where you can, uh, which is the one where I, where I did the poster, the Megatron poster that you. Can, oh yeah. You could become a Patreon subscriber at Patreon.com/slash/CraigMahoney, and you can download that to print out for free. And he did he did a lot of the Dinobot episodes. He did SOS Dinobots, War of the Dinobots. Nice. He wrote the last one, Heavy Metal War. Apparently, he was the credited writer. Dinobot Island Part One and Two, Megatron's Master Plan Part One and Two, which is a great, great two-parter. 
Wow, she's so, pretty good. So he's yeah, written a few. He he wrote he wrote the Autobot Run. Uh, those are good episodes too. Yeah. So so clearly they you know he's he's written a few and and this one he said well I'm gonna do the I'm gonna do one for me like this is something I really well liked. and also it kind of sounds like he's the person that came up with his idea that the Autobots create things and don't take care of them because all the episodes <laughs> yeah, it sounds yeah. like he wrote all those episodes so like yeah because the original Dinobot episode does have a Frankenstein yeah, sort of theme it does and through. they're so shitty in it and unprincipled and like. But oh wait a second wait a second because let's let's go further into the into his uh, book uh, into the books he's written. There's 1980s the dinosaur scrapbook. There's 1988s the dinosaur dictionary. There's 1992s the complete dinosaur dictionary. There's 2000s Jurassic classics, the collection of saurian essays and Mesozoic musings. So yeah, dude, this, this guy like, definitely got shit in his wheelhouse. But he, the history is mine. Dude, they were so happy to have this guy. They're like oh my god. <laughs> Can you yeah, write about they, dinosaurs and Frankenstein? But like, bitch, all I write about is dinosaurs and Frankenstein. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. This guy man. sounds cool. I want to meet this guy. I know. What if he's alive? Let's check let's check and see if he's alive before we go. He, he is alive and he lives uh well uh, he's seventy six years. He was born uh four years and four days before my father. Uh <laughs> But uh, according to the Wikipedia page, I'd like if he ever got out to a con or something. I don't know. I, we got oh, I, I my goal now is to see if we can get him on the podcast and interview. Can I read? I gotta read this quote from him from that wiki. Get you ready for this? This is awesome. I don't yeah. know if you saw this. No one, not even story editors, looked at these scripts very carefully. I seem to remember the show being on a really tight schedule, and we had to crank these scripts out fast. I wrote some of them in a single day, first draft, and they went almost immediately to the storyboard <laughs> artist after Bryce or an assistant gave him a rather, a rather cursory read. We were not trying to create art, just get them done fast and get paid. None of the writing on this series, in my opinion, was good or passionate, or sometimes even adequate. And he says, he includes himself on the Autobot run. <laughs> he said, but we got paid for writing them fast. I was never a fan of any of the characters. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's kind of like actively hated this. Now following I really the, want to have him on. <laughs> following the 2007 action movie, he explicitly admitted to not liking the half-hour commercials he wrote in the 80s, admitting he did it strictly for the money. <laughs> well, that uh, explains why he makes the Autobots look like shit. <laughs> confirmed his primary inspiration when writing episodes were Japanese giant robot shows Godzilla, while Megatron's master plan was based part on the movie Meet John Doe. Wow. That's fucking fascinating. <laughs> this yeah. guy's really interesting. Wow, that's wow, crazy. Man. I I like this guy a lot. <laughs> I mean, I I love it. By the way, you know it's funny because we've talked about that before. Like we got shit from some of the fans because we were like too negative. But like, yeah, the show is clearly thrown together. I mean, like, <laughs> it's not like <laughs> this was not a labor we, of love. No, we all it's not fucking Breaking Bad. Like you're like, oh my god, this episode. <laughs> like it's not. It's a piece of. Listen, don't take this the wrong way, guys. I love it. I'm watching it 35 years later. But it's a bit of a piece of shit. You know what I mean? Like it's a bit clumsy. It's like you know, it is. I love it to death. I don't want anyone to think I don't. But it's really funny to be like have some guy be like, oh yeah, because it does. You watch it and you're like, this does seem like they were just like, get it done. I don't give a fuck if it's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I'm rereading, and I think we're gonna. To do this we're gonna do a bonus episode a special quarantine episode for you guys yeah. uh where we're gonna recommend some other transformers media and possibly some non-transformers uh you know stuff to consume while, yeah. while we're all locked inside here and uh i've been you know because especially because i've literally had nothing i haven't even because i 
when I initially went into the into the hotel here, I was like, well, I brought all my art supplies and a little my folding travel easel and a bunch of. I was like, I can I'm gonna get a lot of work done. I haven't done a fucking thing. I basically, yeah, I know. <laughs> most of it bed. So most of what I've done has been watching or reading things and uh especially to prepare for this episode i i got myself a comiXology subscription and i've been going over uh some of the the transformers comics and today i started rereading the original you know 1985 marvel line and i'm only in the first uh issue but you can tell when they wrote the comic there was a lot more thought put into it and and effort and maybe maybe some love than the than the cartoon episodes were yeah even the Marvel comic, because you know the, the yeah. IDW one obviously came many years later, and it yeah. kind of written for people who loved it. But yeah, the Marvel comic definitely like tries to explain everything. Yeah, um, a lot of the stuff that the movies and the other media that came after the cartoon took and used were from the comic. You know what I mean? Yeah. The show was a basis, but a lot of the most interesting concepts came from there. Uh, the comic, I love the comic. Um, no, I'm really enjoying it. That first uh, first issue so far, I love it. And uh, yeah, we'll get we'll get more into that on our little bonus set. But that that was great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's gonna be good. So we'll do some of that because there's a ton. I want to talk about the uh, the comics like we were talking about, and then the video games, and even some of the books. So that'll give you, and then you know, lots of some other stuff too. But and the uh, other cartoons because um, oh yeah, I mean, obviously sure. for those of you we've mentioned it a few times, we're rewatching all these. You can get it right now for free on Tubi. Dot yeah. com, uh, and they also have like basically they have every Transformers cartoon like right up to Prime. You can watch them all on mm-hmm. there, whatever you're a fan of. I mean, the Beast Wars, Energon, Armada, Transformers Animated, Transformers Prime, they're all available on there, and a bunch of GI Joe stuff too. So uh, that's cool. But you know that Donald Glut or Glute, I'm not sure how that's pronounced, <laughs> but um, that that quote of his. Now makes me reconsider a question I was going to ask because I was gonna be like, "Well, is it might this also be a metaphor for Spike going through puberty?" <laughs> no, no, no. Dude, it was written, it was scrabbled on a fucking shit. You give me a fuck about any of it. It's so funny, man. I love that quote. That is just so fucking 1980s. That guy's knee deep in coke. I don't give a shit about any of this. So fucking funny, man. You know uh, what's sad though? You there aren't even like the way the economy. In the creative industry now is like the whole gig industry and everything like the whole media landscape now uh you can't even be a mercenary act for decent money anymore <laughs> there just isn't that kind no. of money to be made and you could never say that shit ever you could never be like yeah this is a piece of garbage like because you'd be blacklisted going forward you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> like it's just a, a special thing in time but man that is a that's so funny. That really, that really confirms a lot of my suspicions. <laughs> like, boy, there it is in fucking black and white. He's like, we didn't give a fuck. Let me tell you something, guys. <laughs> so wow. clearly, so clearly, this was an episode just for him. Like, yeah. he, like he was just like, yeah. That explains why he did write a lot because, like, the knowing as much as he did about stuff like Frankenstein and dinosaurs, those were episodes he could just just dash off real quick and easy, and at least have some sort of of you know, even if it's just a just a tangible interest, like whatever you know, even if he's not really loving what he's writing, at least he's like, well. I, this is at least in the general ballpark of things I'm into. This can keep my attention at least long enough to get the fucking episode written. That's awesome. Apparently, he did. He, he mentions Autobot Run specifically as like a, the shittiest thing he ever wrote, yeah. which is only in a few episodes from now. So we'll get to see that. Uh, I'm just looking at pictures of it now. It looks horrific. So <laughs> that's the one where they have to race, right? In the car. Race? I think so. Yeah. I briefly remember that. Yeah. 
Man. I liked I liked Megatron's Master Plan. <laughs> when we get the yeah. evil Sean Berger, that was a good one. <laughs> oh yeah, we get some, we get the New York episode pretty soon after that one, I think too. Megatron's Master Plan had the one I, I remember it very vividly from when I was a child watching that, and because it's the one where you think the the Autobots get banished from Earth, right? Is that the one? Mm. And then yeah, 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 and then at the end they show up and it's just a line of all, and they're like, "No, Megatron, we're here!" And you just see all the Autobots lined up against all the Decepticons lined up on the other end of the chasm, and they're just fired, and it's just like it was just so badass, you know, just like. It was like the Avengers Assemble moment <laughs> from from oh, yeah. game. It was of my youth. You know, it was like it was like that sort of thing. I loved it when that came back on. I remember yeah. this is before like home. Yeah, you know, we didn't when they weren't released on home video or streaming or DVRs mm-hmm. or any of that shit. I just be like, when are they gonna show that episode again? I want to see that part again. Yeah, dude, that was heavy metal war for me. I loved that episode. So I, I remember that last time we watched it because I put those two together. But that was the one that I was like always fucking happy when that they showed that one, dude. It was so great. And I was young enough to think that there was a toy for that giant hologram. So I was like, I'm going to fucking get that guy. That guy looks awesome. (laughs) Speaking of Heavy Metal War, if you're following us on Instagram and Facebook, and you should be, uh, on Instagram at OPT Podcast and on Facebook, Justin posted a great meme on Facebook today that I enjoyed. um, And it's it's a funny... If you're a Transformers fan, listen to this podcast. You may have already seen it. Where it says uh, social distancing, and it shows a picture picture of a devastator and these are the g1 cart models pictures of so it's devastator and it says uh unsafe and then it says safe and it shows all the constructicons separate and it's a, it's a great it's a good mo good meme very clever something you know for good for transformers fans and uh justin posted it and it was funny because my initial reaction was when i first saw it i was like oh this is great because i thought it was posted on one of the transformers groups i'm a member of Oh, yeah. And I was just like, oh, I got to send this to Justin. Then I was like, oh, Justin posted it. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> and then some idiot who follows you was like, I don't, I'm not a Transformers fan. I feel bad. <laughs> I don't get it. Can you explain it to me? And Justin was like, nah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> and then the guy, and then the guy blocked you, blocked yeah. you. And then I, but then I was like, hey, you know what? I don't think it's entirely egregious for someone who's not a Transformers fan to not get it like i could see why you wouldn't understand it or get the yeah, joke yeah. or understand that the, you know that these six robots combined to make another robot and so now there now there's this debate obviously if you're a transformers fan you will get it but we just posted it and we're just curious to know people's opinions on right. whether you think it's obvious to even a non-transformers fan that they should get what that is or not yeah, I think it's uh, – let me see. I'm doing the thing. I think it's, it's two to five right now. You got another one. <laughs> At least wait. I haven't checked your post. Hang on a second. Let's check real quick. Nobody gives a fuck. But it's all right. This won't take long, everybody. No, no. I, look, that, that's the thing. I don't even think – like the people I know who follow me, like only like five or six people are even going to interact with the post anyway. Oh, yeah. Like nobody – like the non-Transformers fans are just going to even – are just going to pass yeah, that to, by and not even read. Three to five right now. You got another guy who's a uh, – yeah. Without seeing their backs or seeing him in truck form, I still think that he's stupid because, like, I think, but, you know. <laughs> anyway, vote if you'd like. That'd be great. We, we'll, we'll let you know who the winner was next week. And see what happens. <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, I think uh, Craig didn't know the guy who was commenting was a crazy person. And I filled it in later on. He's like, oh, you know, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> so, I was like, Justin, come on. We need listeners. Jesus. Yeah, he's like, why are you being so mean? I was like, oh, this this guy. Anyway, so 
Uh, not to go out too much of a tangent, but <laughs> yeah, feel free to chime in on that. Um, but yeah, and we'll, I, I always try to find Transformers memes and shit if I can share them. They're few and far between, but god damn it, there's so many funny ones, man. There's I, so many I need to come up with more and, and post more and do more on that Instagram page. Obviously, for the last, my social, uh, my handling of this podcast and the promotion of it on social media for the past two weeks has has been a little lax compared to what it was. Uh, yeah, obviously, you know, because of my situation. But that's, I'm feeling, like I said, I'm feeling a lot better now and that's yeah. going to change. And which is great. So we should be able to, the summer. idea is, my, my, my day job is going fucking bananas. But the, day, the idea is we can record more episodes because Craig's a little bit healthier now. Um, he doesn't have to, like, you know, take days off and, and rest as much. So we're going to try to get more stuff out. We know you guys are bored as shit at home just like we are. So we're going to try to make some more kind of side content like we were talking about with the, you know, extra episode about other media and that kind of stuff. Along those lines, if you guys have ideas of stuff you'd like us to talk about or cover or just really anything, um, we, you know, do an episode on Beast Wars, like, I guess, sure. Um, you know, <laughs> let us know. Well, um, I was starting we, to think about that, you know, obviously once this, once we're done recapping all the episodes, like, where do we go from there? And then, then we can I, do. Uh, I don't, I think we should do, personally, I think we should do the Japanese Headmaster series, because I, yeah, I haven't yeah. seen it. Most people haven't seen it, and it's a lot, it's like, long. it's as long as the original series or close to it. It's pretty long. But, but, I, but whether a, we should go episode by episode or just sort yeah, of do them in chunks, and then exactly. like we could do an episode or like two or three episodes on the entire Beast Wars series on the entire yeah. Energon. Well, we'll we'll plan. Yeah, we'll figure and it I'm out. Not, but, but obviously, we'll go through all the movies and stuff down the line. But right now, oh, we're yeah. gonna keep doing what we're doing, and then throwing yeah, a little exactly. bonus content here or there. Yeah, but especially right now, while you guys are stuck at home, if there's something you want us to talk about, we we love our you know we love our audience, so uh, just let us know. We'll definitely make it happen. Okay. Yeah. And that's uh, yeah, Instagram OPT Podcast, uh, Facebook.com/slash OPT Podcast. Like us, follow us comment uh you can email us at optpodcast at gmail.com and of course you can listen on apple uh google podcast google play podcast uh spotify and stitcher hopefully spotify gets their shit together (laughs) 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 and also if you want to support uh go to patreon.com slash craig mahoney i'm posting the extra transformers content on there for just a buck a month you get a lot of of, like free shit to download and uh, it'll help us uh if nothing else, at least pay for the web hosting for the podcast, uh, and then you know maybe maybe even have a, a couple of bucks so uh, Jessica can feed his kid and I can pay for my hotel. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't feed him transformers; those are too valuable. So you guys gotta. <laughs> but uh, but exciting, exciting, great start to season two. I I yeah, I can looking forward to uh, what the heck is the next episode? By the way. Oh, I looked it up, but I, I just have to reiterate. I, I felt so lucky that I hadn't seen this one, man. I really thought I'd seen all of them, and I'm really now I'm looking forward to some ones. Maybe I haven't seen some other ones, but yeah. I was so I I can't believe how fucking bananas this episode was, dude. It was so cool. So um, I had a lot of fun. I hope I get a couple more of these where I haven't seen it. So uh, oh, the next episode begins our run, of, which is a big second season thing where uh each where we get the little Autobot spotlight episodes for each oh, episode. Yeah. Well, Autobot or Decepticon, it's a, it focuses on various Transformers, and uh, so we have Changing Gears next, Yeah. which I was sure. thinking I was thinking about today because I was reading the first episode of the uh, issue of the old comic, and the, you know they all introduce themselves, and Gears is kind of you know talk about what his personality is or whatever, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's right, and I was like, wait a second, did we miss Changing Gears? And then I, yes, or does it come up? And now, uh, yeah, it comes up in this next uh, next episode. Yeah, not not read- nearly as. Heavy as Autobot Spike. 
No, 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 not nearly as, as fucking crazy. Um, but I thought I, I think even back at the time, it's weird to give like spotlight episodes to like a Legends class character because they weren't making as much on these guys. And the other thing is, I mean, it seems obvious now, but in retrospect, they probably could have sold more toys if they would have done some of these on Decepticons. It, it doesn't have to be from their perspective, but you could have like a Skywarp episode or like a Shockwave episode. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of weird. So well, um, we'll this, see. We'll see as we go along. We do get more of that because we do get like a Blitzwing Astro Train episode. Oh, and that's each true. combiner set gets their own episode, and yeah, some, you and the, I think the Coneheads get like some spotlight episodes and stuff. Yeah, and the very so famous uh, Starscream and Bruticus episode, which is again one of my favorites. Yes, yes, Starscream's uh, army, Starscream's bar- 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 what the hell's the name of that? I, whatever, yes. we'll get that. It's so get cool. It. Yes, um, <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's a cool good point. They do do more of that. Yeah, lots of cool shit coming. So. uh Thank you for listening, and like I said, please interact, please follow, and tell, if nothing else, you know, just tell other Transformers fans to check us out. We appreciate that. So, uh, absolutely, that's it. And uh, I'm looking for. I'm glad I'm finally feeling well enough to do more of this shit. Yeah, no shit, me too, man. I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're getting together. You guys don't know because we only record when Clark is feeling all right. But I've seen the behind the scenes where he's like, I can't fucking move today. We're not recording today. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to happy to see you back, buddy. <laughs> yeah. So, All right, man. We'll you. take care of yourself, and, everybody. And listen, well, actually, and we do. We should say this too. We hope everyone else is out there is safe and healthy and okay. staying home and being smart, and that all your friends and loved ones hopefully are all right. And of course, any of you, you know, be, that would be nice if you're if you're somebody if you're a healthcare worker or first responder, somebody on the front lines, or stocking shelves at a grocery store, or running a cash register somewhere. And you're out there working, and uh, maybe you're listening to us while you're working. We we obviously thank you uh, immensely, and we'd love to hear from you. So please, yeah. you know, like I said, OPT on uh, OPT podcast at Gmail, and then to Facebook and Instagram. Check us out. All right. Yeah. So anyway, stay safe. We'll get through this till all are one. The next golden age. <laughs> yes. I don't want to be a pepper too. <laughs> <laughs> all right, kids. We'll see you next week on an all-new, exciting episode of Optimus Prime Time, more than meets your ears. Bye.